0: This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the
1: Pro Wrestling
0: Shout. Here we go again. This is the Pro Wrestling Shout. Hey, what's up? This is your host, Jesse Carter. Pro Wrestling show. It's about to get exciting. Pro Wrestling Shoot. Hey, how long is this going to last? Welcome back to another episode of the Pro Wrestling Shoot. I'm Jesse Carter. Joining with me as always, my co-host, James Pinard Jr. How are you feeling today, man?
1: Yo, what is going on? We got Thanksgiving coming up, bro, and we just came off of full gear. Like, one of the hypest pay-per-views in a good while. Um, AEW always delivers. Just uh, what a tremendous pay-per-view. How are you doing,
0: man? I'm doing good, man. I'm excited to talk about full gear later on in this episode. Um, There's a lot of stuff going on man. I mean last week we were hit with some crazy news uh, of of the network pulling shenanigans on us and um, Chris Williams now apparently is a part of the pro wrestling shoot podcast. Um, I guess welcome aboard Chris. Um, Mr no show for the last year and a half that we wanted him on the show. Now all of a sudden he's all for it, but he's trying to take over our show. So, um, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm doing pretty good, but you know what? There, there has been some, uh, light at the end of this dark tunnel. And that is, uh, prestige Roseland two has made some pretty big announcements this past week. Um, we have a pretty full card already. I mean, we got five matches announced James. Have you seen them?
1: I have seen some of them. Um, you know, obviously the one that everyone's been talking about was the first time ever with, uh, Alex Shelley and, um, Dalton Castle. Um, and you yes, also sir. had, he also had Dan Helsing, uh, have a replacement for him. Obviously he will not be there in attendance wrestling. He'll be there as the GM. Um, and I believe you have that on your hands of who it was. There's just so many, there's so many matches and we still got along well. And there's probably going to be more matches announced.
0: Yes, sir. Bussy versus uh, Pax Americana. So, uh, um, yeah, we got it. We got a few matches, man. Uh, We just they just announced today uh, Ethan HD versus Nick Wayne, which is going to be amazing. And then uh, the replacement for Dan Housen is Ali Catch. That's going to be pretty good, man. And that's the tag team of Bussy. And of course, facing the tag team of Pax Americana, which is uh Dark Sheik and MV Young. We also have, as you said, uh Alex Shelley versus Dalton Castle for the first time ever. And then they announced a fatal four-way match, which is gonna be awesome, dude. Titus uh Titus Alexander versus Sonico versus Calvin Tankman versus Jaden. So this is the first time that we're hearing that Jaden is actually a part of Roseland 2. If you're not familiar with Jaden, uh, James, we will have to do, um, a watch along later on. Actually, we won't even be able to get to a watch along later on, um, before Roseland two, because season three is, is upon us and it's pretty stacked. So I don't know if we're going to be able to fit in a watch along during (laughs) these new episodes (laughs) for, for those of you listening who are under a rock and don't follow our social medias, uh, we have a what if series coming. It's a clash of Marvel and professional wrestling. Um, I'm excited about this, dude. This is going to be a lot of fun because we get to dip into some fantasy booking and that's, that's a little uh, out of our realm. We we haven't really done that over here on the pro wrestling shoot, but now we get to talk about a lot of what if situations. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, dude, there's so many ways you can go about this. Like, So many options of, like, what if this person didn't join this group? What if this guy, you know, did not pass away sadly? What if this person was this person's manager? You know, uh, there's just so many criteria ways you can go. There's so many discussion topics. You know, there's so much wrestling history that could be changed if none of this happened. You know, Hogan joined the NWO. Um, If Taker never lost a streak. Um, just so many damn options. There's just so many to go through. But those are just simple, uh, just uh, simple ones that you can think of on top of your head. Um, and so let's let's more. go
0: let's go over the list on what we are gonna be covering and in what order. So the first episode will will be what if Hunter won the King of the Ring in 1996. Uh, the second episode will be what if Kurt signed with the ECW instead of WWE. What if, And then the third episode, what if WCW won the Monday Night War, which is a very talked about subject. So now we get to put our stamp on it as well. Um, what if Hogan never joined the NWO? So that's the first four episodes. And then we're going into episode five. What if Eddie was still with us? Of course, talking about the late Eddie Guerrero, really excited about that one, um, the Number seven is what if Brett got sc- uh, never got screwed? Sorry, apologies. What if Brett never got screwed? Um, that's going to be an interesting topic to <laughs> oh, dive man. into. Maybe no WCW run, maybe a longer career. We're going to get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, episode eight, what if, um, st- or sorry, maybe this was episode seven. I'm, I am like, there's jumping just ahead. so many to
1: the track, right?
0: Yeah. So, what if Stone Cold didn't retire early? And then episode eight, what if Sting never went crow? And then we got, so there's 14 episodes, guys, that we have lined up. There's a
1: lot of concept, guys. There's just so much wrestling knowledge and wrestling history that could have been changed. And we're going to be here to debate it of what if this never happened? What if that happened?
0: Absolutely. And then we got what if Marty gets Sean's push HBK obviously was the head of the rockers out on that and uh, went on to do many great things. We're going to put uh, Marty Jannetty in these roles and talk about it. Uh, what if Scott Hall never invaded WCW and we still stuck with razor Ramon or whatever the case was there. We're going to talk about that as well. Uh, what if the strength, the streak didn't exist for the undertaker? What if, Rocky never joins the nation of domination. And then our final two episodes. uh, What if Luna started the women's revolution? And then our final episode. What if Owen was still with us? I I feel like it is... I feel like it's poetry in motion that we must put the best for last to talk about Owen Hart, considering everything that's going on with AEW and Owen Hart still being able to be a part of professional wrestling today in some form of fashion. Um, we got the Owen Memorial Cup coming up. I think that's what they're calling it, the memorial tournament of some sorts. Um it's, yeah, it, it's it's definitely poetry in motion. I'm excited to talk about all these Attitude Era, WCW, ECW legends. And we got more coming, guys. Like, so we got 14 episodes. We're going to see how these go about halfway through if we're getting requests to keep going. I have plenty more ideas. Uh, how excited are you about this, James?
1: Dude, I'm pretty excited. When you threw this concept at us, we're like, you know, that's an excellent idea. There's so much you can just dissect from this. Like, you named 14, 14 of them. You know, that was just on top of our head, us us four talking about this in our little in our chat. So many suggestions can be told. I mean, what if Paul Heyman never returned to WWE? You know, what if ECW was still alive? There's so many concepts you can do with this, you know, and of course best of the last of Owen, that's a very touchy subject for many people to this day still. And you know, and uh obviously condone this to the Hart family and obviously the Guerreros. And uh, we actually just passed the anniversary of uh, Eddie's um, passing, which um, yes, by the time, he time you're hearing this,
0: uh, uh, last last week was the anniversary. Um, last Sunday during full gear, right? That was a uh, that was the anniversary. A lot of
1: tributes to him, by the way.
0: Yeah, we'll get into that later on in the show, but um, absolutely, man, I think it's just fitting that we um, can talk about Eddie in a different light and. And the what ifs of his career, um, possible matchups, every everything going on. Same with Owen Hart. Um, hopefully, we can do it justice and talk about them in a in a good light. Um, but other than that, man, I, I'm excited for this for this uh, season three to happen. Season two started us off with a segmented show, and now we have uh, a whole new format. And we're going to continue this format, but we're throwing in our new segment, which is what if. Um, I don't know how long that will last. We're going to see how how well all of our listeners like that. If if that's something that you really dig us talking about, then please let us know. And if you don't dig it, please let us know. Because if, if it's not something you want to hear, then we don't want to do it. We're here for our day ones, man, and we want to take care of everybody. And we try to do different things on the pro wrestling shoot all the time. So I want to continue that concept. I don't want to just be a one formulaic show to where we're just the same thing every time. I love trying different things. So that's what we're going to do, man. But what we're not going to do different is the dirt with James Bernard jr. So James, what do you have for us today? Man, the dirt, um,
1: interesting story we were told, um, about Kenny Omega. And it's actually something that's very, very close to me. Um, obviously we got, obviously He lost the title to Adam Page at Full Gear. Might might I add, a very entertaining match. And uh, the report was coming out that he has a shoulder injury. And this whole time, I did not know this. um, He has vertigo. I don't know how this man has been going to wrestling this whole time with having vertigo. Like, what are your thoughts about that? How, like, I know wrestlers got to go through, you know, many wrestlers have their medical conditions. This is one that's kind of like... How do you go? F- how do you go through this? You feel like you're gonna fall off the edge. Obviously, my girlfriend has vertigo, and it's not easy to deal with. It just—it's sometimes an imbalance, and I don't know how Kenny's been doing this for so long. Um, he's had it for a couple years since 18, and I just don't know how he lasted this long. And he just says, "I got to go with the roll," and I'm like, "That's very, you know, very tough to go along with," but he managed to do it. He's busting his ass. I mean,
0: he's put on five star match after five star match with it too. That's incredible. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't know how he's doing it, man. Because um, I, I have a couple of family members that have told me about vertigo before too, and it's definitely not fun. They can hardly stand up at times. I don't know how Kenny Kenny Omega is doing some of the stuff that he's doing, um, and battling that. But um, dude, did you watch um, BTE? Last week did I, I, I've been kind of behind, so I have not watched it yet. So they were showing, uh, Adam Hangman page celebrating his, his, uh, title, his title match, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Coming in the back and everybody was hugging and all that stuff. They had somebody blurred out in the background Hmm. and it just got me thinking like, why, like who is it? Who are they blurring out that we don't know what are the possibilities and who could it be?
1: I have to check it out. Do you have a speculation? Who do you think it is? Is it? Is it who we think many people I, are expecting? I tell you
0: what. I don't think it's Bray Wyatt. No, I,
1: I, I just think that's going to be a different sequence. Not, I don't think not after not it.
0: after last Sunday's full gear. I, I don't think that is Bray Wyatt. And I don't at all, think but, they
1: want to spoil that on BTE at this point.
0: No, no. I don't know, man. It was just something interesting to bring up. If if you guys uh, have watched BTE, it was last week's episode. So not the episode that dropped today as you're listening to this podcast, but last week's episode, uh, the day after full gear. Um, there's just a little clip back there. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting, man, to bring up. But also, man, I thought that we were going to give our opinions on cancel culture today.
1: Oh, speaking of cancel culture, boy, do I have a story for you, actually. I actually read it earlier.
2: Yeah! Fuck the dirt. Fuck that shit. It's time for Trill Talk with your boy. I bet a lot of y'all are wondering, what was that? What happened? I'm just saying, you know, the network prefers me. I'm the star of this show. And you're about to find out why. These dudes are going to sit up here and they're going to talk about the little AEW this, AEW that. I know they just had, you know, their full gear, their little their little so-called wannabe pay-per-view. And, you know, I you know, okay, I don't want to talk about that, but I'm going to say just a couple things. That shit was trash. <laughs> like, they, they, they got your boy uh, CM Punk. He's still going over the, the, the young up-and-coming talent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They got Adam... Hangman hey, Page winning the winning the, the the world championship over there, like ooh, the doo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's trash, you know what I'm saying? So scrap that, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna talk about some real wrestling, and I'm about I'm gonna convert some of y'all. You know I'm gonna let y'all know I'm gonna convert some of y'all over to the dark side, which used to be the light side, but it's the dark side now. But that's neither here nor there. But We're going to talk about some WWE right now because SmackDown was one of the best shows of the year in my humble, humble opinion, and they had one of the best matches that they had on the show in a long time with my boy Xavier Woods, and the number one wrestler in the world right now. The head of the table. You know who I'm talking about. Your boy Roman Reigns. Like man. Those dudes went out there. And they killed it. You know what I'm saying. Just like man. Did you see Roman Reigns with that crown on his head. Like like, dude look like a fucking beast. You know what I'm saying. So. Before you. lame, Go over and start watching you know, your replays of your full gear and, you know, listening to, listening to James p you know what I'm saying, talk about AEW and his monotone voice. You might want to check out, you know what I'm saying, some Friday Night Smackdown and check out that main event with Roman Reigns and your boy Austin Creed, a.k.a. The King. <laughs> you know what I'm saying but I want to tell y'all guys something I watched Survivor Series and let me tell you something that shit was one of the best pay-per-views that WWE has put on in a, in a while like those guys went out there I mean like <laughs> Those guys just—they killed it out there. You know what I'm saying? First off, I just want to say, like, I can't, I can't tell you enough or rave enough about your guy Roman Reigns, man. Like, dude, dude is just—he's on a—he's on a whole nother level than anybody in in your little AEW. Look, let me explain something to you. I got a nickname. And that, you know, there's a reason that that I'm sometimes referred to as Chris McMahon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These dudes think that I'm just such a WWE mark or whatever, whatever you want to call it. But I'm not. I just know real wrestling when I see it. And that shit in AEW, that's that's a bunch of ballerinas dancing around. Jumping and and tumbling, you know Peter Pan in his tights, in his onesies, spinning on his tiptoes. You know what I'm saying? And when w in WWE, we got we got real men out there slapping me, and that's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> you got two two gargantuan's in there slapping me and that's 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 wrestling, you know what i'm saying so you guys get a chance i want you to to go out i don't care what you got to do you know uh order pre-order what, what, whatever you got to do you got to watch survival series man like shit was shit was amazing you know what i'm saying and I know these guys are about to come out here and they're gonna, you know, AW this, AW that, you know, uh, fucking Jesse loves Cody Rhodes, you know what I'm saying? And fucking, fucking, it's James loves his Adam Hangman page. But like, you know, <laughs> so speaking of Adam Hangman page, like, come on. Like, this dude. Was he supposed to be some kind of cowboy? (laughs) I mean, like, look at this dude, bro. He he comes out, he's got, like, the the, the curly blonde hair and shit. (laughs) Dude looks like a fucking goofball. (laughs) You know, let's keep it a buck. Dude looks goofy as fuck. But, you know, people cheer for him. Like, he's, like, dude, this dude ain't got, you know, quote unquote it, the it factor, he ain't got it. Like let's 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 just be real. Like dude comes out, he got the corniest entrance music I've ever seen. You know, like with some hor- some some broke back mountain horseback riding going on. You know, I I just I just can't get with it. I can't get with it. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 corny. It's lame. And, you know, that's just AEW in a nutshell. Just corny and lame. You know what I'm saying? And and in my time here, I'm going to make you guys understand that and see that. When when it's all said and done, when I'm done, you guys are going to see my point of view as to why WWE is... Is just, you know, the best wrestling out right now. Like, and I and, I mean, I know, I know. They had some releases and shit like that. And I'm gonna let y'all know, I got some I got some inside info on some of those releases, but I, I ain't gonna break that right now. I ain't gonna break that right now. You gotta wait. You gotta wait to hear that. But I'm gonna let y'all know that when I drop these bombs. And not pipe bombs, you know, to hell with CM Punk. Mine's just bombs. We dropping bombs over here. When I drop these bombs, you motherfuckers (laughs) are gonna wanna be tuned in and see, you know, the shit that I gotta say. But, you know, that's it. That's all. You know, so I'm gonna wrap this up, and I'm I'm gonna hand the stage back over to your friendly neighborhood James Pinard, and now you can be bored to death. Adios.
0: <clears throat> this is the Fallen angel, Christopher Daniels, national treasure, inspiration to children everywhere and you're listening to Pro Wrestling Shoot. Yo, I want to talk about AEW Full Gear. Um, what a night. What a pay-per-view coming off the heels of AEW All Out. I would say this is a pretty good follow-up. Um, I had a fantastic time watching it. What do you think, James?
1: Same thing. AEW always delivers. You know, no major botches, thankfully. Um, very nice card, actually. All the build-up was there. Um, very entertaining matches whatsoever. You had, you just had, you you just had all different types of matches. You had tag matches. You had, um, a false count anywhere match. You had a street fight. You had, obviously, your title matches. Um, and I think only one title change ends, if I'm not mistaken.
0: There, there was some weird stuff, though, too, man. Of like, of course. I don't know. I, I liked, I liked the card. There was definitely some flaws in it. Um, but I, I liked the card. Um, I thought the the opening the buy in match I guess the tag team match was pretty good it was it was okay I know you told me you didn't catch that match um, it was all right man I mean I'm glad Thunder Rosa uh, went over so I was happy about that her and Sheeta uh, you you had Serena Deeb sitting at the ringside watching this the whole time it was pretty good I, I enjoyed that man but the <laughs> the the way they kicked off the pay per view was nothing short of spectacular man and it was a, a match that i i knew was going to be good but i didn't think it was going to be this good and that's uh, darby allen versus mjf man these two tore the house down absolutely loved this match dude it was it was a straight brawl um uh, what would you think of the highlights of this one, dude? And
1: yeah, there was so many highlights. You know, I think my thing was like it was two different styles. You got MJF and you got Darby Allen. You know, Darby Allen being the high flyer, MJF's kind of like yeah. a just like a regular. I don't know how you would put MJF and in, in the description. He's a wrestler. I mean, dude. He's, like wrestler he's a wrestler. He's a Brawler, cowardly brawler. Um, obviously the right person went went over. I predicted that MJF was gonna go over. And uh, man, just so many moments in this matches, you're like, oh, is this gonna and be? And he a beat bunch? him
0: exactly. He beat him exactly how he told him. He yeah, was gonna that beat was the thing.
1: Too. Yeah, that was the thing that I liked. Even when he came out and told Justin Roberts hey, announced it that I'm gonna or I'm gonna win in this fashion, and he did. And uh, yeah, you know the story goes on. Um, I don't think anybody's
0: seen that coming either, dude. That's what I loved about it.
1: Yeah, I thought he was gonna do some. I thought after he hit him with the diamond ring, that's it. And no, he went for the, uh, I think it was the, head, uh, what was it? He called it like the it was headlock takeover, takeover dude. That's, that's what it was. <laughs> it was, it was very head,
0: simple. Headlock takeover, yeah. man. That's, that's all it was. Um, yeah. Straight beat him with that, dude. That that's uh, I think that was match of the night for me, dude. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it early. I know we haven't even talked about any of the other matches, but I'm going to say it early, man. That was the match of the night. You know, uh, there was nothing that beat that for me.
1: You know, it, it was a good it was a good one to get the crowd erupted. That's how you start off a show. Um oh man, it's between this match and another match we'll talk about in the bit. There's two matches that caught my eye. So um I would say that okay. well, we'll come up to that match and I'll bring it up to you as a surprise.
0: All right, man. Yeah, the second match I think I think the second match was F T R and uh Lucha Bros, right? Or I could be wrong. Maybe it was That is correct. Yeah, no, it was yeah, it was. It was uh FTR Lucha Bros put on a banger of a match dude. It was definitely interesting to watch the, the two styles clash, I guess, you know, you got Lucha and then you got wrestling once again, it's just, uh, it's, it, it's, it's two different styles, but I felt like it meshed really well. Um, I'm glad that the Lucha bros went over. I knew that they would. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you also have, um, some special entrances from the Lucha bros too, as well. Um, Yeah, dude. I thought it was good, man. The the third match is something that I really wanted to talk about, which was, um, Brian Danielson versus Miro. And that was an interesting one to me, man. And and I'm going to go ahead and say it out of of the gate, Brian Danielson. And I've said it on our podcast before is my absolute favorite wrestler. All right. Absolute favorite. There's nobody better than Brian Danielson to me. Um, this was not one of his best matches. <laughs> I felt like this match just, I mean, it told a story, but I just felt like i it was something that I had seen from a different company. And I just just can't put my finger on it. But yeah, I mean, it just wasn't that great to me. Um, the finish was really weird. It, I, I felt like they botched that finish a little bit. So, um, eh, it wasn't his worst match, but it wasn't his best match either.
1: Yeah, it was kind of uh, just like an odd sequence. I know they haven't wrestled since that so called other company. Uh, I think it was ROH, I don't remember. Um, anyways, um, it was you know, <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, the match we were going to originally get was going to be Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. I think that would have been obviously the better match, but of course, you know,
0: that would have been a banger. Of course, we know John
1: Moxley's reasons, so obviously we wish him the best, um, but Miro did fill in. He did the job, um, you know, it was pretty obvious that Brian was going to go over and get a future world title match, um, you know, pretty, pretty lengthy match. I would say probably to me, it was, a. I would say it was, uh, probably good timing, um, I did not expect the submission, which was kind of botchy, but you know, it was, it was weird, dude. It was, it was a weird finish in a way. And I want to go back to the uh, Lucha Brothers match. It was kind of a weird ending too, where they're putting on the mask, but it's like, you can see the back of his hair. I believe it was Mm -hmm. cash. I believe that was, and they were trying to fool him. Like, Oh, here's the, the here's the thing too,
0: man, that they finished that match, the Lucha Bros match. Um, the legal man wasn't even in the ring i mean <laughs> i hope yeah, that they exactly. go <laughs> i hope that they go with a storyline about that because if they don't say something about it um it's just getting frustrating at this point with this tag teams they're just everywhere and there's, it's basically all out chaos. There's no rules. There's definitely some kinks to work out in AEW, but um, I mean, they still put on a phenomenal match. I felt like, what was the third, uh, fourth match on that the card
1: Fourth match was actually the false count anywhere match of Christian cage and Jurassic express
0: versus the super quick. That, that match was a banger. That was a it. banger. The finish, Adam Cole, Adam Cole got color. He did. He got some color. I I don't remember get, seeing Adam Cole getting color too much. Uh, maybe maybe in a War Games match.
1: I m- he might have. It's been a while since I, I can't remember if he, he did because um, and just all the, and if he
0: did, it was probably in the War Games that we were at live in L.A. Right?
1: I, might have. I don't remember seeing any. But, like like but, I said, I
0: don't rem- I don't remember seeing any um, color. But hey, that's money that signs.
1: That's money signs right there. I mean, it worked for Britt Baker with the you know the crimson mask. So <laughs> so
0: I, I actually I didn't I didn't even think that uh, Christian Cage and uh, Jungle Boy or Lucha Express, whatever you want to call them, um, I didn't think they were going to get the victory in this one. I thought that for sure that the, the Super Click was going to take it. Okay. So um, we, that didn't happen. So we had so
1: that, yeah, because I thought they were going to get it. Just the way the Super Click was just teasing them every damn week. and uh, Yeah. You know, and the ending was – the thing about the ending was just like right there, obviously from the previous Dynamite where – Christian just uh, did the concerto to uh, Adam Cole, and I was like,
0: you know, that's a good twist yeah. in there. Yeah, absolutely. Good twist. It was all over the so place. So what, what What was the next match?
1: The next match was the, uh, the probably the match that I thought it was kind – of, to me, I thought it was the weirdest one. I thought it was, out of all 10 matches, probably the worst for me. You know, it was a late add, in. it was Cody Rhodes and Pac with Arn Anderson uh, facing Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. With Jose, the assistant, my dad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm a Cody Rhodes fan, obviously. Mm. You can see, I I am definitely a Cody Rhodes fan. Um, this was definitely the the sleeper of the night for me as well. Um,
1: it felt like this should have just that match should have just been on Dynamite to me. But
0: yeah, I think I was ordering pizza at the time <laughs> this match was on like, too, because I I did I, I'd have to go back and rewatch it, but. Um, I, I can remember not being as interested in this match as as the other one. What was the next one? Was that Britt Baker? That was the Britt versus... CM, or, was, yeah, or was CM Punk's first? Uh, Britt
1: Baker versus Britt Tay Conti. And I got to say, I don't know why, but to me, that match felt long. I I just... I something about just, something Too about long. It, it was, was too like, long. I was like, what does Conti got to do to beat this woman? She did her finisher. or The, the Ty KO, which I think is very uh, brilliant. Um, you know, Ty Conti. I think I think she's a very good wrestler. I think she's up there for me in AEW. Um, Britt Baker. I knew was going to retain, and uh, obviously the right person did go over. Just kind of felt kind of a little long. Not not one of Britt's ba- uh, Britt's best matches, but it did. The so job. I knew
0: that going. I knew that going into the start of this match. Um, it was it was a no brainer that Britt was going over in this match. I just did not. Um, I wasn't excited for it. Um, there was just no, there was no hope of seeing Britt lose this title to take Conti. I ju- I just did not see that happening, which which brings me on to my next one. Like, who do you think is going over for that belt? Who do you think is going to take it from Britt?
1: You know, a lot of people have speculated. It's it's I it, I mean the obvious one is is Thunder Rosa. They had that lights out match and probably that was one of the best AEW women's matches. They have yeah. the chemistry there. Um obviously Britt Baker and um Thunder Rosa could put a hell of a match. Um they've already they had their feud before it even she was champion. Um mm-hmm. I mean there's other challenges you could throw. I feel like Thunder
0: Rosa has to be the one.
1: I think she has to be the one. I mean, but they keep pushing Jade up there. So I don't know, I mean it's
0: probably gonna be one of those people because I don't see them pushing Thunder Rosa to be the champion after her doing a buy-in tonight. I just didn't uh I I feel like it's the right move. I, I feel like Thunder Rosa is to... one of the best women in that company. Exactly. Like um and I don't know if don't they want to
1: do Thunder Rosa yet. I think they still want to keep pushing it, you know. I don't know what it is. Maybe they'll push it to a one-year program and and you know Hey, we're gonna revisit this after a year. Obviously, I know she yeah. had a concussion from a match that she had with Nyla Rose, so maybe they're just doing easing it a little bit more. Um, I I don't know who. I mean, they can have. I mean, there's a lot of matches. I mean, they could push it. Uh, obviously, Bake Brit versus obviously, like I said, Jade. Um, who else? Uh, Big uh, Big Swole. Obviously, they had that
0: Jade two move.
1: Um. <laughs> Um
0: I, I'm I'm I, just not excited for that at all. You know Jade looks phenomenal. Don't get me, me She has the look, she has the build. She has the look, man. She has it, but um I just need her to do a little more for me It to was kind buy of weird how her. they
1: brought her into AEW, you know, just like the whole thing with Cody and Shaq and I don't know, it was a weird way they do this. Um but they're making her dominant. It's just I'm just wondering if it's gonna be it's gotta be one of the two, either Thunder Rosa or, or Jade. That's that's yeah. my my opinion. Or who knows? Or you could have well, a swerve and have Jamie Hayter turn on her. Or
0: Rebel. This se- this segment is on YouTube, so we're going to rush through these last couple of matches. Um, the next match was CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston, right?
1: That is the next one. And, you know, I this is the one that got to me. I was We obviously had to talk about CM Punk needs to deliver on the damn mic. He delivered in this match. The crim- I
0: feel like he's been delivering on in his matches. This is
1: probably one of his better ones, in my opinion. Just
0: the- I think that this was CM Punk's best match.
1: I kind of feel like it was a shoot. Like I don't I don't know why. I just had this feeling that CM Punk and Eddie hate each other. I just I don't know if that was just the storyline thing they just wrote. I feel uh, it was or, more of a shoot, to be honest. I feel like Punk Or Uncle feels Dave that
0: could like. just be playing everybody with them dirt sheets, you know what I'm yeah, saying? You never know, but I don't know, man. Cm yeah. Punk got color in this match and made me uh really appreciate what he did in this match for Eddie Kingston. The beginning to put Can it, we
1: bring up the beginning, the way just Eddie just clocked him before the even the bell rang and I'm like, Oh awesome. my gosh, that's the awesome. way to begin it. And the weirdness was the CM Punk Cena tribute. <laughs> so yeah. that was something and I popped. I was like, this man is not gonna do a five knocker shuffle. I couldn't see that. <laughs> it was it was I don't know if that was a throw in the face, like maybe heard us and said, Hey, he's not shooting enough and I don't know, but (laughs) I guarantee
0: CM Punk did not watch our YouTube videos or or listen to our podcast. But (laughs) if he did, shout out to CM Punk, man, and great match. Um, I really wanted to see Eddie Kingston go over in this one.
1: No idea. It felt like a Cena punk match if you think about it cena or punk was the cena in a way and that's why he reacted like
0: that i i felt it was better dude like i i, I know that those are them are fighting words but i felt like this match was better dude i absolutely loved it i respect cm the punk crowd
1: for, the crowd just erupted with they this. popped they yeah rooted for eddie and they booed cm punk i'm like that's what it's we're different yeah. yeah see so maybe this will tease it like hey punk's gonna go heal maybe we'll get what we want I don't know, but uh, this is a, yeah. That the, the wow, start. you you
0: bring up a good point. I completely forgot about that. That 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 is what happened. CM Punk got booed for the first time in this match, and and Eddie Kingston got cheers. Dude, Eddie Kingston just makes you want to see him succeed. Yes, just I, I absolutely love Eddie Kingston, and I he he's grown on me mm-hmm. like a fungus, man. I just absolutely no doubt. love this no guy.
1: Doubt. I want to see this guy maybe go for a TNT title again.
0: He deserves something because I have not seen him. I can't even think of the last time I've seen him win a singles match.
1: I, I can't think of it, to be honest. Exactly. I, I can't think I of can't, it. I think of-
0: if he's won a singles match, it's probably been on Dark, and I don't watch Dark that much. I need to start. I, I'm really, because I've heard Dark is phenomenal, and yeah. they've got a lot of independent wrestlers exactly. that get their shine on there. So I'm definitely going to start watching that a little bit more. Um, yeah, dude, phenomenal match. This is definitely up there with Match of the Night for me as well. Um, I'm still sticking with my my original um, match of the night, which is MJF and Darby Allen. Those two just like told one hell of a story. Um, I love it, and I love uh, Darby's vignettes too. Coming in, yes the 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 little movies that he makes coming yeah, in so and good. He's
1: been very, Gold. he's been very storytelling. Then he's like very very good film work. Yeah. with that so it's it's a good, it's a good story with that.
0: Um, the next match. Um, <laughs> This is where it gets a little weird. (laughs) So we, (laughs) we got the, the 10 man tag, right? So it's inner circle versus uh, Scorpio sky, Ethan page and American top team. So, um, the one thing that stuck out to me in this match, well, there's a few things, (laughs) but, (laughs) but one thing that I, that I want to talk about right now is junior dos Santos and how well he looked in this wrestling match. Did you see that he was pulling off some moves to perfection, man? And he looked like he was having fun. He did. And that right there was all I needed to see, man. Junior Dos Santos, good job, man. Um, it, was, it was a lot better than some of these other non-wrestling figures coming in. Um, I really enjoyed that. And once again, um, Santana and Ortiz, man, with that dead president's look. I, oh, I'm dude, just digging the, that, the that face paint and everything they do with when that. When
1: they go to war like the first time they showed that when they had that street fight against bad friends or that or parking lot brawl, I, I popped. Yeah. That. Yeah. And they were going to war in this. And uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised. Like you said, Junior Dos Santos of all people. Um, and I was actually shocked. I didn't know America's top team. They actually did this stunt before in, in uh, TNA. So yeah, I did yeah, not realize absolutely. that. Um, and like Sammy Guevara said, I'm going to deliver and I'm going to put a showcase in. Let me tell you that guy did put a showcase
0: he did. It, it was good. This was another match that I did not predict. Um, right, I predicted uh, Inner Circle losing this yeah, one. That's the only I one fig- I got. I f- oh, that was the I, only one. Uh, I figured that American Top Team needed this to to get that heat and get that extra push to where they needed to be. I don't. I don't. I still don't get why Inner Circle needed this win. But um, I digress. Let's move on <laughs> to the main event. Um, Everybody was waiting for it. There was a whole bunch of theories on what was going to happen to this match. Um, that opening vignette that they had for Adam Hangman Page, where he's riding the <laughs> he's riding the the Bronco <laughs> through the through the city, um, loved it. Mm-hmm. E- yeah, it was- e- everything about that. A, a Kenny Omega's gear was really cool coming out. Um, they just they made this match and they told a really good story. Two
1: years of this. My Two God. years, Two-year yep. build of this, and you end it fantastic. And I'm going to say this they, right now.
0: And they didn't pull an Eric Bischoff and F the finish. No.
1: No, they did not. <laughs> and, you know, the thing I was thinking about this, I was like kind of content. I was like, you know, why do I feel like Kenny's going to win this? I don't know why. I was like, I think they're going to just swerve us and give us Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson. Against Kenny, like right up, right away. I know it was going to be well, a while, but I, I don't know. I had a swerve. I was thinking maybe they're going to have Miro win, and maybe that would probably signify Adam Page. But
0: well, a lot of people had Miro going over in that Brian Danielson match. You, you weren't the only one to yeah. think that. A lot of people thought that Miro was going to take that. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, uh, Miro's great, but he's no Brian Danielson. Like, come on, dude! Brian Danielson needs to be at the top of this card. You sign Brian Danielson, you give this guy championship fights. Period. He's best one of the best wrestlers in the world. How how do you deny that? And he's 10 times better than Miro. And I know I'm going to get some heat for saying that, but Miro's got a great thing going on, man. He's way better than the Rusev care, uh, character was. I I love God's favorite champion. You know, the the whole mm-hmm. double-jointed wife thing. No. <laughs> everything <laughs> is everything is hilarious, dude. Mm-hmm. But No man, Brian Danielson deserved that win, and he Brian. If everybody remembers, Brian Danielson said he was coming in here to f everybody up. So that's that's what we get, man. And anyway, this match told a story with Adam Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. A lot of theories going on. We thought that Bray Wyatt was possibly coming back. We thought Dark Order was maybe going to make a turn, um, to get you know Hangman Page back for never wanting help from them. Um, that wasn't the case. Instead, we got something that was really unexpected, and that was the Bucks coming down and giving Hangman Adam Page the nod of approval, yep. and finally telling him that he deserves what he's bravo, getting. Bravo! Um, didn't expect it, dude. I got goosebumps right now just talking about it. It's amazing. It it was it was a great way to tell this story, considering the first time that he fought for that title. Um, he wanted the Young Bucks to be at ringside for him, yes. and they didn't come down. And this time they did, and it was against the elite member, Kenny Omega. So that yeah. is, you can't tell a better there's, story there's than so that, much.
1: man. It started, you know, and this all started from them just being attacked him. Him and Kenny, then they had their little blow up. And then, like you said, uh, obviously he wanted them at ringside when he fought. I think it was Jericho for the title, and they didn't come. And then he cost him for the tag time. I think it was like tag tournament. And this storyline has been going on for so long from going to be a drunken cowboy to the cowboy shit. And now, yep. you know, going up and down, working with the Dark Order. Hey, you know, and everyone had a beef with this. If you know, everyone had a lot. There was so many people that had beef. Hey, you're pushing everybody else. I did hang Manship page should be the one up there. They kind of teased it. Then he went off, obviously, for his baby. Um, and now he is in the spotlight. So there's so many storylines you can do with Adam Page. and what's Where next, he deserves, man. I, I feel like the
0: the sky's the limit for him. And I definitely don't see that uh, Brian Danielson beating him for the title. I, I think that it's going to be a great match. And I think that um, Adam Hangman Page is going to deliver Brian Danielson's first loss to him in a singles competition. I don't see him dropping the title that soon. But, I mean, that would be a great swerve.
1: I, I kind of see a swerve. I don't think he's going to get the title shot. I feel like something's going to get in the way.
0: You think Miro's still going to get I don't it?
1: think Miro. And, you know, speaking of Miro, I thought Kip Sabian was going to come out and screw him over. We have not seen Kip in a while. We want Kip back. Here's
0: So here's the thing. If you give Brian Danielson the title shot and he loses to Adam Hangman Page, does that ruin all? It ruins all momentum for Brian Danielson, right? You know, where do we go for Brian Danielson from here? Because now you're you're you've been building him up as as one of your best stars. He's he's walked through everybody.
1: Who knows? I mean, there's so many ways you can go about this. I mean, are we ever gonna get a punk in Daniel Bryanson? MJF. I mean, I don't know. Something something's gonna transpire. I don't know what. Maybe MJF's gonna want to be the one to screw him over. It's something with him. I, I don't That's know. That's true. Why.
0: Could, could happen. Could, so if MJF screwed him over, I'd be I mean, really happy M- about that because I, I feel if, like MJF that I know is the next guy that has to take the title.
1: MJF, off of I think, has not lost a match. I think for I don't know. I think last I remember he, he was like hasn't 19, lost one a match one or something like that. I don't remember. He hasn't yeah, he lost, hasn't the lost a While match. You can go out there and say, yeah, I haven't lost a damn match since this person. I was screwed or something. I don't yeah. know. You can do so many scenarios we'll, with that.
0: We'll, we'll but. see what's going on, man. But that's all we have for full gear. This video went a little bit long, but I'm okay with that. Uh, if you're listening on the audio version, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of this show. Don't forget to like, uh, subscribe and comment on this video. Let us know what you think. Um, Yeah, man. I mean, give us some suggestions. What would you like to see us cover on YouTube or even on our audio platforms? We have the What If series coming in about two weeks. Um, That's going to be really exciting. And we will put a couple of those What If series on YouTube. We're not going to put all of them on there. So if you want to follow up, uh, follow it closely, follow our audio versions wherever you guys get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on social media, which is Instagram at the Pro Wrestling Shoot, Facebook, same thing, uh, Twitter at TPWS Podcast. I'm Jesse Carter. This is James Binard Jr. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of this show. We'll see you on the audio version. All right, today we're going to talk about quite possibly the greatest match in WCW from 1997. It might have been the greatest match in uh, wrestling in 1997 at the time. And we're talking about Eddie Guerrero versus uh, Rey Mysterio at Halloween Havoc. What do you think, James?
1: Dude, and very touching, like Eddie Guerrero, like we mentioned. Um, Obviously, the anniversary of his passing um, just came up. So this is a phenomenal match. Like you said, probably one of the best or the best match of 97. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, Hollywood Havoc at uh, Las Vegas, which I can't remember the last time WCW was in Las Vegas. And I believe this was for the Cruiserweight title. For This is mistaken. the MGM Grand, right? And yes, it was uh, what mask versus um, championship belt on the line. So all stakes on the line. And uh and if, oh man, just so many stories with these two. I think they, it was you know, I think it was a Kevin Nash that applauded these guys. May Mysterio was like you know he didn't have that much respect in WCW, and these two delivered. And I think this put Rey Mysterio on the on the on the map of you know, hey, this guy is a not just any luchador. This is Rey freaking Mysterio.
0: Yeah, so there was a lot of history going into this match, man. Uh, Rey Mysterio was. Um he was scheduled to lose his mask in this match. And Eddie Guerrero ended up fighting for that, right? He was even going to, uh, tell Rey Mysterio to just put him, put himself over anyway. Um, and then Eric Bischoff threatened that if he didn't do business, he would be fired, fined and fired. Um, and then eventually, uh, Stuff was changed. We all know Eric Bischoff wasn't a fan of masks. He wanted to see people's facials um, selling the match and everything. I don't know why he thought like facials was the thing, man. Like WCW had some of the worst matches. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Because, I mean, mean, you have to to think there was that um, period of time where everybody was getting these guaranteed contracts. And if you're guaranteed money, you don't necessarily have to go out there and outperform the next person. You're getting the same amount of money whether you put on a a half star match or a five star match. So what's the point of going out there and overworking if you're getting the same amount of money? Um, I don't think a lot of these guys were thinking of their future and putting on these five star matches because I guarantee if they would have put on better matches and put themselves over in a different way, uh, they would have been picked up by WWE after the company was bought in 2001. So I don't know. That's just my limelight on it. Um, WCW had some of the worst matches. I feel like the cruiserweights were the highlight of of work ethic. So, um, yeah,
1: like I got to go back and like you mentioned, like Eric Bishop just had this thing about showing facials and everyone had to have mask off. Like if you recall, there was a segment where Eddie had to go through, like, I think all the luchadors in the locker room and have them like take off your mask. Oh, keep your mask on. You're, you're ugly looking. No, yeah. you keep it on, if you recall. It's just, and, you know, and I think Eddie, not too long after this, I think, I believe he went on his shoot, and then they left, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it was not this is,
1: like, WCW ways, like, hey, we don't want you guys to go to WWE, like, you stay with us. You know, we're not giving you no pay raise and all this, and, well, you know, you know how this went out.
0: Yeah, well, like I said, they were making that guaranteed money, man, and when you're making that guaranteed money, um, why try harder? Yeah, exactly. There, it, It's work smarter, not harder in this world that we live in. And it, it was no different in 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about this match, man. Uh, I've watched this match a, a bunch of times. I remember when I got this pay-per-view uh, back in 97. I remember uh, this was one of the first pay-per-views I got to watch when I moved to Washington State from California. This was the first pay-per-view that I had ordered. Um, I actually, my aunt ordered it for her. So shout out to her. She's <laughs> awesome for ordering this for me. Um, I love the whole card. Um, as a kid, you look at things different. Uh, I know a lot of people thought that that cage match at the end of Halloween Havoc 97 was, was shit. I <laughs> thought a- as a kid, I liked it because it was, it was such a ridiculous and scary looking cage and it was so different. And that was, that was before we had gotten the hell in the cell. So I never seen a cage stretch out from the ring apron and and go and go on the ring mat like it did um the only letdown of this pay-per-view i remember thinking was when because this was in that build-up with sting and hogan right so um and we had all the all the fake stings come out and and the real sting wasn't there (laughs) <laughs> not one not one real real sting.
1: Very Eric <laughs> yeah,
0: so uh, the fact that real sting didn't show up and we just got all the fake stings dressed in the masks and the, the wigs and stuff like <laughs> oh, that. God. And the fan that jumped the cage. Kudos to him to try to yeah, get his ass whooped by Hogan. Him. See how um, he's doing nowadays. Yeah. So um yeah, I mean there there was a there was a few badass matches. Uh I remember the opening to this to this match or to this uh pay-per-view was Yuji Nagata versus um Ultimo Dragon. And that was a stellar match too. And
1: mm-hmm. a lot of
0: people don't talk about that match that much.
1: No, I mean you got a legend you got two legends in the ring, obviously Ultimo Dragon and Eugene Nagata and I think Eugene Nagata is still going on. If I'm not, he's thinking. still
0: going at. Same with Ultimo Dragon, dude. Yeah, Ultimo <laughs> they Dragon. are They're both still going at it. They're
1: living legends. I think you got Nagata was. I think on AEW once. Ultimate yeah, Dragon, he was.
0: Know. He was. He popped on AEW and I was oh, fucking that was when he stoked.
1: Masi, but you know, yeah, and then yeah, like you said, that cage match. God, I just bring back memory and the fan coming. What which is
0: <laughs> one match that did stick out to me that I really loved? In this pay per view, uh, well, it's not one match. Obviously, I loved a few matches, but another match that I want to talk about that happened on this night was Macho Man Randy Savage versus Diamond Dallas Page in that, um,
2: Las that Vegas. street fight, the yeah. Las Vegas street fight. Yeah,
0: Las that match Vegas was badass, match. dude. <laughs> and they sold the shit out of this match, they dude. Did. It was so good. Um, Randy Savage and his element not talked about enough. I really thought that this, I, I think that. It, come to think about it, man, if I had to think about a pay-per-view in a whole, um, this was one of my favorite pay-per-views as a kid from 97, the 97 era. Uh, from top to bottom, I really enjoyed this pay-per-view. Um, there was a lot of lucha action that was really good. I know Chris Jericho fought on this pay-per-view, but I cannot remember for the life of me who I the hell he fought. I had the
1: card it was uh, Guido.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> There you Jeez. go. Go ahead Jeez. and read off the card for me. I oh want to re- okay. reminisce here.
1: There's one name that I see on here, and I'm like, God, he sucks so much ass. Never liked him. I never knew anybody that liked him. But uh, obviously, you mentioned Eugene Nagata with Sonny Ono. Uh, versus Sonny Ono is Obviously, Chris Jericho versus Gido. Or Gido, I don't remember how to pronounce it. Obviously, the one we're watching, we're about to watch is Rey Mysterio, which Mysterio was M-I-S-T-E-I-R-O, and Eddie was E-D-D-Y. Um Alex Wright with Deborah versus Steve McMichael. Uh, oh, that match Steve was McMichael terrible. Suck. sucked. I don't yeah. know what was the appeal about Steve McMichael, but everybody just liked him for some reason. Yo, uh,
0: Mongo McMichael was the worst. <laughs> the worst, dude. I, I hated why. watching that guy's matches. I don't know why in the hell he was even it, on TV, uh, dude.
1: I don't know. Something, maybe it was an Eric Bischoff appeal thing. I don't know.
0: Dude, Alex um, Wright sucked too, man.
1: <laughs> I, I don't even I know why just... Deborah was paired up with him. It just felt weird. That was um, just a
0: terrible. Okay, yeah, so that match was a stinker. <laughs> um, what what else we got?
1: You got Jacqueline versus Disco Inferno. Uh Kurt Hennig Oh, versus Jacqueline. Ver- that's the Jacqueline. Jacqueline
0: versus Disco Inferno. That's yes, right, dude. It took right. a long time for Disco Inferno to um to agree to be in, to letting a woman get put over <laughs> yep, in this match. Yeah.
1: No, and he was very against this. He said this multiple times. Yeah. Um, Kurt Henning, Kurt Henning versus Rick Flair for the WCW United States Heavyweight. Oh, chair. that match was yep. good too.
0: I enjoyed that match as well.
1: Lex Luger versus Scott Hall with six on it on his corner with Larry Sabisco as the ref.
0: So I don't know about you, but Lex Luger is another one. Um was never a fan of Lex Luger. I don't care what era you're talking about with Lex, the Lex Express, um, <laughs> the narcissist Lex Luger. Dude was just terrible. Like, I could not ever get into him. He he botched so many times in WCW and the selling and some of the shit that he did, man. Um, Just never a fan of Lex Luger.
1: You know, it was uh, Lex Luger. Yeah, I, would, I mean, I was kind of a fan of the Lex Express thing. But, yeah, he botched so damn much. Oh, man, I fucking you hated know, him. What else we got um, on this card? Obviously, Randy Savage with Miss Elizabeth versus yep, Diamond yep. Down Pitch in a Las Vegas sudden death match. And last but not least, Roddy Piper versus Hulk Hollywood Hulk Hogan in a Steel Cage match. And that was the ma- and that was the card. Nine matches the vi- so total. the
0: visual for that that main event was pretty good. Dude, this pay per view kicked ass. Like I don't know like I really loved the setup um the The, the- Hollywood
1: Havoc thing. Just the whole setup of it. It was very cool.
0: So what do you, what do you think is, what do you think is WCW's greatest pay-per-view? So there's a lot of arguments, um, with people going on, like, is it Starcade or is it Halloween Havoc, man? Because for me, the only Starcade that was really good was 97. And the only reason I say that was because of the hype build up for Starcade 97, which we all know the fuckery finish that happened at the end of that. But, um, that's... That's like the only thing. But for me, Halloween Havoc every year was always fun to watch. The setup, um, every the vibe about it, just um, the ring mat, everything about it, man, um, I loved it. You know, uh, this one that we're about to watch was sponsored by Slim Jim, so you got Slim Jim all over the place. The year following was was sponsored by Snickers, so you had Snickers all over the place. <laughs> I loved how they did that, dude. They yeah. put their sponsors on the ring mats and uh, the canvases and everything else. Like that. it was just fun, man.
1: Oh, it's going to be a toss up, but I think I haul you havoc. I mean, like you said, Starcade 97 would have been good if they didn't have that little fuck up, you know, and it still has controversy to this day. But honestly, and if you
0: go back and watch that Starcade 97 pay-per-view, that thing sucked. Too. I mean, that whole yeah. pay-per-view was terrible.
1: I know. I mean, obviously you had Bischoff versus get.
0: Larry Zbysko. And then even Bischoff botched in that match by doing putting the, <laughs> the brass knuckles or whatever he did. I, I can't remember if it was brass knuckles or it was something that he shoved in his boot. And when he went to kick him, the shit just flew into the audience. <laughs> like, it just
1: looks so bad. Just very WCW-like, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's just so many things. You're like, oh, yep, that's typical. It's WCW. Um, obviously, the finish with obviously the big buildup. That was really the thing that a lot of people bought the pay-per-view on. I feel like that was... A, to this day that was their biggest buyout pay-per-view because it's just a stinging hogan and the way it fucking finished and then god the following nitro you just say oh well, we're gonna relinquish the title i'm like what the hell are you guys doing <laughs> i'm like god you know yeah. i don't know you know uh, I, I, have to go I don't know man but Starcade do you, do you have a do you roster. have a buy rate for this uh for hollywood or uh, for Halloween Havoc 97. I'm going to have to pull that up, which that won't be long. But it has to be up there along with uh, Starcade. Um, the buy rate for it back in 97 was by 405,000 people paid to see this major event. On pay-per-view. According to Eric Bischoff. And he says that WCW treated Hollywood Havoc as big as Starcade from mm-hmm. that Yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's no secret from Eric Bischoff. That was his favorite uh, that was his pay-per-view. Well, the and, worst
1: was Hog Wild and or Sturgis and all that crap. Let me just say that. That was one of the worst pay-per-views.
0: I hate, yeah, I hated that. Don't even get me started on that fucking motorcycle shit. I just I can't. <laughs>
1: very Eric Bischoff. It's just, wow, <laughs> there's sometimes we like Eric Bischoff and then he just gives this shit. I mean, I know I think, Don't get me wrong.
0: I think Eric Bischoff is a very smart businessman and I think that you know you can't you can't shit on WCW altogether because it was competing with WWE man. It takes some time, and just like I feel AEW is going to compete with WWE, it's going to take some time. Um, these numbers don't show right away. Um, it, it just goes through the grapevine, man. Word of mouth, everything else, word of social media. Um, it's going to spread, and it's already spreading. And eventually, AEW will will be one of those top. Um, companies to be competing with WWE and be in that spot. Eric Bischoff was very smart at what he did, creating the NWO, bringing the luchadors in, all that stuff, man. It, it was very, very good. It's just the booking was fucking terrible, and the wrestlers didn't give a shit about coming out there and putting on a five-star match. They didn't care about that. They didn't care about being as entertaining in the ring. They were all about that NWO storyline. That That is exactly what was WCW was built on, man, was That's just that NWO it. Um, background there was no like what you were seeing on WWF pay-per-view or WWF programming at the time was not what you were getting on WCW you were getting full-blown storylines
1: shirts like no matter what you at least one match Every single match there's at least somebody in the NWO.
0: Which was tight. I'm not going to like knock it at the NWO,
1: all. NWO, I mean, you had, they dragged it on. don't you know, and They dragged it on forever even though they stole it. to the Oh uh, yeah,
0: I mean they had about a hundred fucking members at one point but <laughs> <laughs> it's good. All... I
1: mean, Eric so, was part of them. I mean, Al Russo. I mean, it's just so much about WCW like you know, and there was a very, you know there's like very hidden gems in WCW. you find this is one of them. Obviously, Eddie versus Ray and then you sometimes some have those shit fest of matches or just some botch at the end that just fucks everything up, you know. Whatever it's yeah,
0: Eric whatever if it's Vince Russo. Do you have um do you have an attendance for this?
1: The and a date for it. The date was October twenty sixth, nineteen ninety seven, Las Vegas, Nevada taking place at the MGM Grand Garden Arena with an attendance. Twelve thousand four hundred and fifty seven and the tagline was snapping to the madness.
0: Yep. <laughs> there you go, man. All right, guys. Well, all you got to do right now to follow along with us is uh pop up the cock and go to Halloween Havoc. And it is season nine, episode one, as ridiculous as that is. Halloween Havoc 1997. Our timestamp is 2854. And we are about ready to start that. So, once again, get to the cock. Pop that shit up, <laughs> go to Halloween Havoc, look for Season 9, Episode 1, Halloween Havoc, 1997, and our time code is at 2854, and I'm ready to start this, James, how about you? I'm ready, brother, let's let's
1: get this rolling.
0: All right, man, three, two, one, play. This, See, this...
1: The look, dude, like the cemetery look, obviously you have Slim Jim all over the place. It's just the way, man, this is such an awesome-ass arena setup. I love this.
0: Yeah, this is sick, dude. I loved uh, Rey Mysterio's look here too, man, the full body suit. Never seen it again. Um, A lot of people over the years have paid tribute to this suit um, with their gear. I do believe Seth Rollins has paid tribute to it. Um, many, many others, too, before him. Even his, um,
1: even his theme song wasn't that bad.
0: Oh, I love Ray Mysterio's theme yeah, song right theme here. Song cool. I like Eddie's, too. Let's listen to Eddie's. Eddie Guerrero, what he become, you cannot deny. It's an old term, an old throwback, an old cliche. But I really think that right now, pound for pound, you're not going to find a better
2: pro wrestler than Eddie Guerrero. Make no mistake about it. in with. Okay, so and must, that was about right. I must right say, there. okay,
1: I guess they spelled it wrong on here. They had an E D D I E. I don't know if that's a change on the obviously Wikipedia. They had an E D D Y. I thought that's how it was, but nonetheless, just uh two like two iconic legends. Obviously, well, I
0: think here they spelled it that way because that's how he was spelling it in WWE. So
1: they might have just changed it over, but
0: yeah you see this look that Eddie Guerrero has walking to the ring, too, man? That's a long rampra- uh, rampway yeah, as well. Look at how look at how into it this crowd is, too. That's what I miss about 1997. These guys were... It was just... Everybody was different. Everybody was just it, insane. They acted insane at wrestling shows. No, now they're remember, a lot more mellow. Like,
1: yeah. I can't even remember the last time WCW was in Las Vegas besides this one. I was...
0: <laughs> that little kid was stoked that he got that Rey Mysterio mask. I love man, this cruiserweight it, title right here,
1: man. Just with that little—I mean, what did it? What did they spell the E D Y E D D Y at the time? I don't know. Um, I, I let's just hope Vicky didn't go through the same thing like Amanda and her problems with the whole, you know, Kalisto thing.
0: <laughs> oh, jeez.
1: So, but nonetheless. Um, at your thoughts when you were a kid watching this, look at look at Eddie. Who do you think was going to win this match at the time?
0: Do you um, think, do you I think thought, Eddie
1: was going to win, or was it going to be Ray being unmasked?
0: Look at how fat. Look at look at the speed yeah, these exactly. guys are already coming out with. Ray Mysterio was something exactly. else,
1: dude. Probably the greatest luchador of all time. Still going to this day. This is back in '97. We're in
0: 2021,
1: and this guy's still going around.
0: He's still just as good too. Um, I thought that I thought Ray was taking it.
1: Jeez, dude, you you don't see that? Did you see that bump that he took on the outside? Just to flip over to the ropes and land on the other side. Still, as as a kid, (laughs) I just didn't
0: see. I just didn't see them uh, taking taking the mask off of Ray Mysterio. But eventually, um, they
1: did in a in a to me in a shitty fashion, a humiliating fashion. That I still don't agree with the with this day. nor, Nor does. Uh, Nash, but.
0: Quick roll up right there.
1: Is that your good friend over there, Nick Patrick?
0: No, that's not Nick Patrick. No,
1: it wasn't. Yeah, you only saw.
0: Mr. Joe Hamilton Jr. Shout out to him, by the way. Phenomenal referee, even though he fucked to finish the Starcade.
1: If only that fan came a little sooner, he just was just <laughs> off then, it maybe he would have changed it. Like, okay, the fan interference. Okay, and then it would have made sense. Uh, and if you notice, I like this corner. Yeah, I mean, well, the Jim fan interference place. happened
0: on this event. Yes, I know. Not on Starcade. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, I know, but it should have just happened at Starcade. We were just gonna have that effort.
0: Was the Wolfpack already around? Look, this guy in the front row has a Wolfpack sign. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, Look at that, happened, Eddie. Right? Eddie, with how professional he is, just caught Ray Mysterio. Yeah. And Rey Mysterio, being as professional as he is, didn't take a bump on the back of his head. Eddie looks so different.
1: Yeah, a lot different. Obviously, longer hair, different build.
0: Um, Jeez, man. The power, the explosiveness that these guys deliver in this match is just beyond me, man. Man, the way they decorated the ring, obviously,
1: the Slim Jim logo's on the corners. Even on the post. If you notice, it says Slim Jim on the post
0: on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, On the outside. I really love that too. So different, man. That's what I think that WWE and AEW is missing nowadays is just that, that flashiness, man. Like I remember ordering pay-per-views strictly on, like, I didn't give a shit about the match cards. Like I want to see how the pay-per-view looks because that visual is everything. And there's Eddie Guerrero ripping at the mask already, trying to rip this mask off of Rey Mysterio's face. Um, Definitely telling the story here that he wants to take that mask off. Yep. Look at that. Ripping it. Yeah, Look at that. Yeah, just trying to pull it and raise, man.
1: And even the appeal with WCW, like, not typical. You know, the black and white stretch for a ref. It was just like the blue-collar shirt with the, uh, you know, with the tie on the top it was something different it wasn't your typical like you have to have an official be dressed into the official color the of black and white yeah yeah that was that was something different that, that gives wcw they were like way different than anybody else same with like ecw it was just straight up black
0: yeah i just like that that's what i like about aew right now because if you're watching this match you see the lighting the lighting around uh, the arena and everything just reminds me of what AEW looks like. Um, I love how they do that. I like the lighting a lot better. It's I feel like when it's overproduced like it is with WWE and you see the red lighting in the crowd and you can't see the actual crowd, it's not lit up and um, I don't know, man. I just I like that darker feel. It feels more real to me. It has a better visual in the ring. I feel like I can focus on the match more too. When yeah, they're just not the
1: spotlight on them, like, yeah, you yeah, know, like, just put the spotlight. I'm here to watch the wrestling, you know. Yeah, the fans have the appeal, but it's like the wrestling is what I paid for, this is what I'm gonna watch.
0: Wow, see that huge NWO banner all the way there over there in the corner of the DMG input. it. Put did, look at that, look at that, just, look at that DDT man. from Rey Mysterio, geez, that giant NWO springboard banner. DDT. Did you see it? Do you see it right yes, there in the corner?
1: I did. I was like, Jesus. And I, I, think MG,
0: I think MGM might have put that up. Oh. Okay. There's a nasty-ass bump by <laughs> Eddie Guerrero to the outside.
1: Look at it. Even the cameraman. Do you notice that? The Look cameraman at this, on watch the this. top. They don't do that nowadays. They oh, don't have a cameraman on the top. No, and they he, don't. He took a hard, he took a hard bump.
0: Ray Mysterio, man, I couldn't imagine seeing the cameraman right there. I'd be pissed off Like if I was sitting in that seat. Like, get the fuck out of my way, dude. Get that cameraman down. Yeah, Ray Mysterio bumped off the, off the ground. Oh, look, there's the Sting fan that hops in later on. See him right there? <laughs>
1: yes. God, that's, I was just about to say. That's little <laughs> did he
0: know that he was about to get his ass whooped by Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> little did
1: they know he was going to jump in the ring.
0: That's true. Look at Eddie Guerrero just throws him around like a rag doll. These yeah. two have worked over, over and over again around the world so much that they are just uh, in American sync toil. with another. Look at that! He's yep. got him trying look to rip that. It. look at the that. camel Jeez. clutch and then rips the mask open.
1: I mean, at this point, yeah, you could just rip it all the way open.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we see what he looks like now. It's no secret. Eddie Guerrero just telling a story right here. Yeah. Ray Mysterio selling it.
1: Man. This is just so...
0: So crazy
1: because Ray was not accepted in the locker room for so long. And I remember the story that when Nash like said that, yeah, he wasn't... You know, the boys in the locker room like, oh, the, you know, you're in our locker room. You know, you come over here from Mexico and you think you just can just walk in here and he showed them, and they just went crazy for the guy and they gave him a round of applause and respect. And they knew at that moment
0: he belongs here. He's one of us. Eddie Guerrero, just delivering the pain. Eesh. Damn dude. It, they, it, just makes it just makes him. <laughs> it just makes it look so damn painful. He's going hard too. Like he makes, he's making it look so real. Stretching the fuck out of Rey Mysterio right now. I mean, that's... What do you think about Rey Mysterio's old finish too? That Hurricane Rana off the top rope. Dude,
1: that that finish was so. I don't know about you, but I personally liked it more than the six one nine. I think yeah. the six one nine. It's cool, but it's like too much for me. I don't know what it is. It's it's cartoonish. It's, it's yeah. It's very video ish. If it, you know, yeah. guy going around the rope swinging on it, and then doing a huracan and catching you. He's changed it over the years. Where he does a frog splash, of course, you know, with Eddie. Um, but the huracan was just so badass.
0: Look at Eddie. Look at Eddie, dude. <laughs> he he, he prevents cons- Rey Mysterio from. <laughs> from grabbing the rope And then he puts his foot on the rope Right in front of the referee Classic Eddie Guerrero Lie cheating and stealing
1: Speaking of Ray Did you like this Ray better Or, or of course our favorite person In the world that we do not want to mention Did not enjoy the Filthy Animals Ray Mysterio
0: uh, This Ray Definitely <laughs> yeah, Easily Easily, I mean
1: the thing song was good I'm going to say that <laughs> the
0: the filthy animals. The filthy
1: animal rap. Yeah, shit was dope. Yeesh, <laughs> man, that was just a tough throw. And just
0: was that the one that Chris Williams doesn't like?
1: Nah, I don't know what he does and doesn't like at this point. It's you know,
0: he's a, he's Judas. <laughs> he's a, That's he's what he already, is. He's yeah, Judas. Yes, yep. I don't even want to bring him up right now. Oh, Eddie with the baseball slide into the Slim (laughs) Jim. Nutsack is gone.
1: Snap into the Slim Jim, if you will.
0: Good thing that that ring post is padded. I mean, probably didn't make a difference, but. Look at that. Look at that. Man. See, he just opened his arms and legs and flew flew out of the ring like that. Just. Just, I believe I can fly.
1: God, in that All sting. the way
0: out. God, in that fan. <laughs> yeah, just showed the sting fan again, huh?
1: Yeah. Kind of looked like Cody.
0: Look at that. Do you see the speed <laughs> that these guys are hitting the ropes with? Look at that. Jeez. One, two. kick. out. Close finish. Jeez. Near fall.
1: Just a devastating close on right there. All right, I'm tough.
0: What a match, dude. I could, if if this match was to replay today, like if somebody put on this match today, um, same style and everything, it would be just as relevant in an AEW ring, I, th- I feel like. Look at that. Look at the speed of Rey Mysterio.
1: Well, let's just have the debate now. Not the debate, but let's just look up while I'm watching this. Where this classifies as the best match in WCW. What do you think? Do you think was this the best match in WCW of all look time? Look at that.
0: Did you see that? <sighs> now that was a Tope Suicida Man, now that, into, into now a hurricane. That
1: ex-Gobber would have been screaming out of his lungs.
0: Um, I don't know, man. Um, I would have to say that this is up there in the one mm-hmm. of the greatest matches of WCW history, but I don't know, man. You got some pretty great matches. Sting and Ric Flair was up there for me. That's number one. It was it? Okay. They
1: have that number one and two. Yes. I don't remember the, don't remember the other one, the chi Tao Rumble. I don't even remember that. Yes.
0: Yeah, Sting and Ric Flair, um, what was it, 86?
1: Um, Sting and Flair. Or 87. Clash of the Champions. I think it's... This was, you know, I don't know what year this was.
0: I think it was 1987.
1: Yeah, I think this was uh, four. Clash of Champions, four. Steamboat versus Flair. Steamboat and Flair at chi Rumble. Number oh, Steamboat
0: f- or Sting? Steamboat. Oh, yeah, no, I'm talking about Sting and Flair.
1: Oh, Sting and Flair.
0: Yeah, Sting and Flair. Okay, yeah. It was oh, the yes. Great American Bash. Oh,
1: yes, yes. Oh, Flair damn, dude, that power bomb, <laughs> That powerbomb, boy.
0: Dude, he fucking gave it to him right there.
1: They have Eddie versus Ray, number four on the list.
0: Yeah, I do believe Steamboat and Flair was um, one of the best voted for matches. Um, Steamboat, <laughs> dude, put on a clinic back in the day, dude. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everybody knows about that classic between him and Randy Savage. Yeah, this is back and forth right here now. Yep. Mostly Eddie just putting on a beating. Ray Mysterio finally gets that. Cat. Look, at, look at how hard he threw, yep, he threw Eddie into that corner.
1: Yep, here comes the cartwheel. Or spinning kick, my mistake.
0: A spinning heel kick.
1: Yep, calling over. A f-
0: Goes for the Hurricane Ronnie. Can he connect? Here it is, and
1: no. No. Oh, dude. Jeez. Fucking caught him in a
0: brutal ass backbreaker. <laughs>
1: I mean, could you imagine if Ray and Eddie never went to WWF? Could you imagine how dramatic, dramatically that would have changed? If they'd never, if WCW. Could be
0: a what if. It could
1: be a what if sneak peek. Look at this. Look at this. Oh. Oof.
0: I do believe we are nearing the finish of this match. I believe you
1: are correct.
0: Yep, this is it right here. Actually, Rey Mysterio goes up. He's going to get uh, the outsider's edge from the top rope. Rey Mysterio yeah, counters into the Hurricane Rada. One, two, three, sneaks the win. What a phenomenal match, dude.
1: Probably one of the greatest matches of all time.
0: Yeah, it wasn't too long. It wasn't too short. Pretty lengthy. Abs- absolutely. Pretty lengthy. Look, and
1: the half, you know, just the mass, like half half ridden uh, off. It was
0: about, what, a 20-minute match
1: maybe, 15 minutes? Uh, something you know like what that? I did have it in here? It was like 14, 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect uh, length of the match, I would say. Well, that does it, man. Yep. Well, wow. oh, there he goes. If you missed it,
1: yep, Eddie's tacking him after the match.
0: Yeah, it, Eddie, Eddie gets the, the attack yeah. on him, continues the feud a bit. And Ray
1: just walking off, holding that, clenching that belt, and that's it.
0: Yes, sir. So that, that does it, man. Yep. James, we got one more watch-along to do next week. And uh, we're going to do a watch-along to another Ray Mysterio match that isn't talked about that much. We're talking about ECW One Night Stand. 2006, Rey Mysterio versus Sabu.
1: Phenomenal, phenomenal match. I remember buying that on pay-per-view. I was begging my mom to buy me that. and Ooh, was a good a choice, let me say. That was a very good choice to buy. It was good,
0: and you know what? A lot of people say that the original ECW one-night stand was the better one-night stand. I disagree. I feel like the ECW... One Night Stand from 2006 really told a story. It really stood out. Um, the first ECW One Night Stand was just a bunch of ECW random clutterness. There was no build-up. Yep. There was no nothing really from it. It, it was, was like
1: a reunion, if you will. It, you was had, it was a reunion. It was a reunion show. the Outsiders, show. Yep. WWE guys coming in, taking over. Yeah. Um, and uh, shout-out to Sabu. Obviously, he, uh, if you guys are not informed, he actually has retired from wrestling. Good for him. Yep. Good for him. Yeah, all those bruises and cuts, you know, good for him. Live lived a legacy.
0: I hope that you don't uh, miss this format too much, James, because it doesn't look like we're going to be doing watch-alongs for at least 14 weeks after next week. (laughs) Don't worry. We
1: got a lot of discussions. These are going to be pretty long and all the debates. And, ooh, man, there's so much wrestling history you can dissect and say, hey, well, this could have been a positive. They did this, and instead they went this way. You know, yeah, the, it's, the, it's, it's a lot.
0: The what if series drops 1206, 2001. So December 6th will be the first episode of the what if series with, uh, what if Hunter one King of the ring, 1996, um, that's, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited about that. I am going to miss watching some old wrestling though. Um, we will get back to that eventually, but, uh, it's going to be a while uh, next week, though, we are gonna watch that ECW One Night Stand 2006 uh Rey Mysterio versus Sabu. I feel like it's a match that is just not talked about enough. Um anytime you see anybody do watch-alongs about it, you'll see you'll see watch-alongs on uh, you know, the match that we just seen. Obviously, it's a very talked-about match. Everybody still loves that match to this day. But I feel like Rey Mysterio versus Sabu and ECW One Night Stand 2006 is definitely one for the record books. Um, Can't wait to go back and watch it. Um, That that about wraps up this this week's episode. Guys, I, I cannot stress this enough. Go follow us on our Instagram page at The Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also follow us at Facebook at The Pro Wrestling Shoot and twitter at tpws podcast guys we're on youtube go subscribe check out some videos from this audio podcast you can see us talk about what we talk about in person on video format it's 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 a lot of fun i put in a lot of work go check it out christmas is right around the corner man me and james are going to get some 4k cameras the video quality is going to be a lot better um Definitely. Um, go check that out, subscribe, support us, and go buy some merchandise from us at brainbustertease.com slash other slash the the dash pro dash wrestling dash shoot. And I probably gave you that link wrong, but check it out. Go to H you go to drum.io slash the pro wrestling shoot, and you'll find everything we do right there. That is our link. That is our link tree, so to speak. You can find everything there. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun, man. Go follow us. Go support in any way you can. And if you can't afford anything, no problem. Interact with us on social media. That does just fine. Helps in the algorithm. Can't stress that enough. It's huge for us. Any support for small-time streamers. Um, Obviously, we're not small-time anymore. We're on a shitty network now that we thought we were going to get rich off of. But it looks like... Mr. C-Dub is getting all that profit. Um, until next week, guys, I'm Jesse Carter. He's James Pinard Jr. Have a phenomenal week. Peace. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot.
1: This is the Pro
0: Wrestling Show. Here we go again. This is the Pro Hey, what's up, this is your host Jesse Carter Bro, shoot It's about to get exciting Bro, shoot How long is this gonna last? Wow!